Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hi, villains, and welcome to For the Love of Paul McGrath podcast with a special breaking transfer news special. Well, not really breaking. We're what? We're about 11 hours behind it, I think, Paddy. 10 hours behind it at this stage. But uh, we got a morning villains eyes emoji today from the AVFC um, Twitter account. And who was there to greet us this morning? Only Mr. Ross Barkley holding a jersey. Paddy, was that a nice thing to wake up to this morning? It was. Well, I was well awake at that stage. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was nice to get a, a, a bit of breaking news um, so early in the day. Um, and for it, to, like I know we discussed it last week, and we we both chose uh, Barkley over Hudson Adoy, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, no, it was Laftus Cheek. Yeah, <laughs> the other double barrel guy. Yeah. <laughs> We're not used to double barrel names here in Ireland. <laughs> yeah, um, I was delighted. Um, obviously, very popular signing with everybody by the sounds of it. So uh, looking forward to seeing him getting involved and, and seeing how he does. And most of all, where he fits in and who misses out, because it's looking like it's going to be our Connor that misses out. But, you know, so be it. If it's for the better of the team, that'll do me. Well, that's an interesting one, Paddy. I'm going to come back to that in a moment because reason being, I don't have the tweet that I want to reference up here in front of me because I'm a 100% consummate professional. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's great. Like, as I say, it was great to see uh, him there today. It looked like he got stuck in straight away. You know, any there was pictures of him out training and stuff like that. And, and uh, looked like something that had been in the offering for quite a while. He mentioned in his, in his interview 
that he had spoken to Tammy Abraham. I love this. I cut this little excerpt out of the interview he did with Villa TV and I put it up again because he name checks checks Tammy, which, number one, automatically gives him idle idle status amongst Aston Villa fans, the fact that he mentioned Tammy's name um, because everybody wants Tammy back. (laughs) And and secondly, he said that Tammy said the, the, the fans were amazing and it's a bit of a... It's a bit of a shame that he's not going to get to play in front of the fans uh, and so on. But, uh, yeah, he seems to have hit all the right notes so far. And he's, uh, he's, he's just a, he's, he seems like a, you know, a, a focused young man, a man of few words. I thought, that, I thought that the interview didn't really, interviews didn't really suit him. Didn't look as comfortable in front of the camera as he could. But I don't really care. As he said, he does the talking with his feet uh, in that interview. And, and you know, I'm hoping to... I'm hoping that he comes in here and, and single-handedly drags us into games and wins us games on his own. Um, what are you kind of you mentioned there about Connor Hoare and Paddy? Uh, what are you expecting from Ross Barkley, and and why why do you think that it's Connor's position he's going to take? The way I see it panning out is that he he will replace Connor in his current position, um, and will probably look at when we haven't got the ball himself and Dougie being more defensive. And then, you know, he describes himself as a box-to-box midfielder. When we have the ball, he's capable of bombing on and helping and being able to get back into that position. So we might kind of see a more 4-2-3-1 than a 4-3-3. That's just the way I looked at it today and tried to, you know, weigh up what we have. Um, Especially playing against the likes of Liverpool, just to, just to be a little bit more defensive, but sure, who who are we to to call that? But that's just how I see it happening. Um, he he's brought in to shore up that midfield to, to make us even harder to break down. You know, the, he's got the defence right. I think this will add that little bit of extra steel to the midfield, and you know he'll bring some creativity. He'll bring he'll bring goals as well. Not a whole pile of them, but he will get a few. You see. Yeah, I think that this isn't uh like look, let's let let's be honest. It, it it is a case of of he he has to replace somebody. All right, we know that he has to yeah. replace somebody and it, and it could be Connor, but I think it's going to be a horses for courses type um midfield that we have because when you look at some of the things he does well, first of all he's going to be the tallest midfielder we have at 6'2". Six 6'2", two. Six two, yeah. I would never have put 6'2 on him in a million years. I would never have put 6'2 on him. Except when we, you saw him hugging Jack today. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to Jack, Jack had to nearly get up his tippy toes to throw yeah. the arms around him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, so, so that's going to be good from that point of view. Um, he wins. He does an awful lot more defensive uh, kind of duties than... Then you think, you know, a lot of he, he wins an awful lot of balls in the ground. He's got that. Look, here we go. Here's a stereotype uh, for everybody. He's got that kind of that that bullish scouser kind of mentality about him, you know, that he'll get back in a, in a temper and win the ball back, which is fantastic to see. Um, you know, reminiscent of, and I know they're not the same players, but Wayne Rooney used to do that. If he lost the ball in, yeah. in attack, he'd hair back after his man. Now, it might be the prettiest tackle in the world that he would put in, but at least he'd make the effort. He wouldn't throw his hands up in the air and, and lament the fact that he had lost the ball. But, uh, you know, Ross Barkley is somebody that does that. And, and, and I think we'll see more of that. It's probably something as well that, that, that 
fans of the team that he's playing for at any given time, whether it be Arsenal or, or whether it be Everton, sorry, or Chelsea, um, would would say that a bit more about him. And I think we'll see that more. I think he'd probably relish that in the Villa in the Villa midfield because he's going to need to do it. Um, yeah. As you mentioned, he's probably not going. He's not going to have that goal threat of Connor uh, of Connor Oren because you know statistically Connor is our highest goal scorer since you know in this current team at the moment. Yeah. So we're going to miss that, but. Uh, looking at the stuff that Smarter Scout, and this is what I was trying to bring up here because the guys in Smarter Scout are very good to me. They send me on a lot of information, and 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 they're just they're just top guys, you know. That if anybody's out there and and you're interested in stuff like that, comparisons, statistical comparisons, I'm not paid by these guys at all. I just really like the cut of their jib. I'm signed up as as a uh, I've signed up as a member, and I think it's something like five quid or seven quid a month. Uh, I I get a lot out of it anyway. You guys might too. I'm just giving them a plug because they they re- they've been really good to me, sending me the information I need so that my uh, stupid fingers don't type in the wrong things when I'm looking for uh, looking for stuff. But uh, fair play to them. But like basically, the statistical analysis they put up on Twitter today shows that the the kind of the work he does is more. It, it's more of a link. It's it's more link up play essentially. You know, John McGinn doesn't do that kind of link up play. He's more of a terrier runs, passes the ball towards goal. But Ross Barkley is more of that, more of a continuity player than you would think. And and he wins and recovers the ball and 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 and, uh, and, and probably dribbles it more than you would think as well. But I'm really interested to see what he does. And as I say, it's 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 his height as well that's kind of really drawing me towards him because uh, it's something I wanted in midfield. You know, when we spoke about this about three weeks ago, mm-hmm. I said, or four weeks ago, I said, want a, bit of, want a bit of grunt in midfield, a bit more height. And um, I really have no idea how he's going to pan out in this team, but I'm really excited to see how he does and see what way what way goes because isn't so isn't that often that Villa can, can entice um, an England international in his prime? You know, well, come, that's, you know, we. I made the comparison with himself and Loftus Cheek, and I didn't realize how old they were because I just yeah. assumed he was a lot older than Loftus Cheek. But Loftus Cheek is only a year younger than him. So, um, like we're buying a guy with thirty-three England caps. It's fantastic, you know. Um, considering he's only twenty-six, um, you know, and a wealth of experience behind him. He's, you know, fifty odd games for for Chelsea in the Premier League and 150 for Everton. I think that's, you know, great experience to be bringing, to be calling on. Um, you know, obviously they're giving him the number 20 short, which he apparently asked for. So yeah. it makes him happy. Um, I'll just throw you back because I didn't realise how long it was since he was on the scene um, to a tweet that was brought to my attention today from the 18th of October, 2014. What a player Ross Barkley is. Easily the best player we've played against this season, in my opinion. He got everything in his locker. And that tweet was by Jack Grealish in 2014. Nuts, isn't it? Brilliant. It's absolutely <laughs> brilliant. It begs the question as well, Paddy. How pivotal is Jack Grealish signing uh, that five-year deal for Villa in the greater scheme of things? We mentioned it. We might. I'm sure we've mentioned it before, but... How pivotal is it in attracting players? And I think this this might be your answer. Ross name checks him as a as a, somebody he's very, he's been very friendly with throughout the years. Yeah, and, um, and Mings as well, and Tom Heaton he name checked today. Yeah, um, you know the, the, the all of the sound bites coming out of the players and and everything that's going on is all positive. Even to see 
the one of the owners there on on Monday night was fantastic. You know, bear in mind that it's it's probably difficult to get in and out of the country. I, I don't know where he's based, but it's uh it's it's great to see. Um, and everyone is positive, and everyone everyone is talking about the, the long term plan. And you know, I'm not. I don't, I don't. I don't want to put a spanner in the works here, but I'm not a big fan of loan players. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was fine with it when we were in the championship, bringing in the likes of Tammy to to get us, you know, over the line, which he did. In fairness to him, but uh, I just hate to see him be ever present for us this season and then be back to square one, looking for a similar type player next season. So I hope they have an option to buy after after this season is finished. Um, I know the financial fair play is still up in the air and everybody seems to be pushing the transfers further down the line like we did with Samata ourselves. Mm. So I'm wondering, is that something to do with financial fair play and is that why it's an initial loan and not a a signing? Because everyone will want to see the money coming in next year when financial fair play is in play as opposed to this year. But uh, that's the only negative from my point of view. I'm absolutely delighted to have him in there and looking forward to seeing him. Uh, don't think he can play tomorrow. I think we established that he scored on the la- in, in the last game, so he, he's cup tied. So I presume his first game will be Sunday, either starting or on the bench. Yeah, um, yeah, for 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 sure. And I think uh, is it written in the stars? <laughs> that Ross Barkley gets sprung from the bench. We start we we start the 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 midfield three as we had it. Barkley gets sprung from the bench, 20 minutes to go. It's nil all, and he pops one in the top corner against his former... It's the old nemesis. <laughs> against the old nemesis. Ross Barkley comes back to haunt his, his scouse, uh, scouse brethren, except on the other side of, what is it, Kirby Park or whatever it's called, is it? Um, over there, but uh, Stanley yeah. Park. Which one is it? Stanley Park. Stanley Park, yeah, I don't know where I got Kirby Park from. Um, but uh yeah, so <laughs> that'd be quite something. Yeah, uh, that would be that'd be up there, I think, with Emmy Martin is saving the penalty on his debut. Ross Barkley comes on and pings <laughs> it in the top corner and uh, his debut. We'll we run out of statues at this rate, I think, uh, if if our new signings keep on doing stuff like that. But then again, we'll have Bertrand Troy as well inside there. So um I'd imagine he'll see game time at the weekend, provided he's fit. And, uh, you know, as you said, Ross Barkley can't start tomorrow. So he gets him a couple of days training in for, for the weekend. And, and I suppose that brings us nicely on to tomorrow night. Um, I don't think we're going to see, I don't think we're going to see anyone really. Maybe we might see Mings. Maybe we might see, geez, I, 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 I can't see. Maybe we might see Martinez and Golds. Although I doubt it, they played steer, steer the last day, so it's it's really going to be a who's. Who I think we really. I think we'll see a similar team to what what played the last Carabao Cup game. Yeah, um, I think it's a smart move. Yeah, um, albeit it won't be a pushover like they they did turn over Wolves, didn't they? You know, so you've got yeah, to be mindful of that. That they have they have had a decent run of games. Um, they've had four or five wins already in the championship, so. Um, they won't be a pushover by any means. Um, you know, I don't, I don't claim to, to know too much about them and and how they're set up. Uh, they've a couple of new signings in there, so you know, I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be a good watch. Uh, you know, Stephen Fletcher, James McLean, probably, and and jo- John Obi McKell, of course, is in there. So uh, 
And then, of Is course, Stephen the, Fletcher the, playing with them now. Stephen Jesus. Fletcher, yeah. And then, of course, the the homecoming for James Chester, which unfortunately yeah. won't have any fans there to see it. Yeah, yeah. Dan Bardell was saying that that's that's what it's going to catch him right in the solar plexus when he sees James Chester walk out villa, yeah. walk out without uh, without a Villa jersey on. And yeah, it's uh, I suppose it is going to be one of those ones uh, for him. But um, yeah, as I said, the man literally gave his career fast in Villa, whether he oh, wanted he to or not. Absolutely. And um, I, I, I challenge anybody to have a bad word to say about him from yeah. from a Villa point of view. Yeah, and even though th- that interview, I think it was with the, I can't remember if it was with Claret and Blue or it was the 1874 pod, he gave a really, really great interview. Um, I think it was the interview he did with, uh, well, it actually was the interview he did with Dan Bardell, so it was 1874. You know, yeah. he spoke so well about the club as well, and, and that was in a time of transition where he probably, I think he might have even been gone at that stage, um, or maybe he knew that he was probably out the door at that stage, but it was a fantastic mm-hmm. interview. He just seems like a really nice man. You can see why he's Captain Wales. Uh, before you know, you can see why he's he's been so revered in any of the clubs he was. Was held so highly yeah. at United. They didn't want to lose him. They just didn't have a spot for him, and he ended up um, ended up moving on. You know, yeah. but uh, yeah, great guy. And no, there's no doubt he's a good guy. He's, he's a, I've said it many a time. He's a big hero in our house because when my son was mascot against the Blues, mm. uh, he walked out with his, uh, with Chester, and he was the captain and really looked after him and. There was no putting a foot wrong or anything. He talked yeah. them all the way through it, you know, and, and uh, we've we've nothing but good memories of it for sure. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, that's the way it should be. As I say, we too often we you know when clubs maybe cast aside people for the for the business of football, um, you know, it can be seen as maybe a callous move. I think in this instance, while it would have been nice to give James Chester another contract uh, and so on, I think they probably looked at it from the point of view that he didn't want to be fourth choice at this club. Um, and that's fair as well, you know. When when both, you know, you give a, give a man his wish, I, I would imagine, you you know, knowing what's what way what state his legs leg was in and, and and his knee was in, he probably wanted to to do what he does best and loves doing it and play football. And you know, you you just don't do that at a four, as a fourth or third choice in the Premier mm-hmm. League in a Premier League team. And and you know, he can go on and become a hero someplace else as well and still be fondly remembered here. And acrimonious and non acrimonious or acrimonious. Acrimonious, uh, yeah. acrimonious breakup, <laughs> whichever one is nice, where both people agree in it, and both people agree to still be friends, friends with benefits. I don't know what you want to call it, um, <laughs> that kind of a breakup. But uh, no, fair play to him, as I say, and and anything anything goes in the future, we'll we, we'll be looking on with with uh, great pleasure, provided he doesn't bang two in from corners against us tomorrow night. And um, I Hopefully prefer not. if he didn't do that. Yeah, for if he didn't do that. Um, anything else floating out there, Paddy? Is there? Yeah, did I miss anything? Is there anything else happened today? I don't think there is. No, well, it looks like we've we've signed the young lad from Dundee United. Oh yes, he's sixteen years of age. His name yeah. escapes me now. Kerr Smith. Kerr Smith. Yeah. Um, can't tell you too much about him. He's sixteen years of age. I'm sure he's one for the future, and we won't be seeing him playing with the first team anytime soon. But uh, yeah. you know, I think we're doing a great job with the academy and and bringing in decent players. So mm, yeah. Um, Said it just seems to be all positive. I know, I know we've got a really tough one at the weekend, and nobody's expecting anything, and we'll worry about that when it comes around. But we'll enjoy it for now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, that the academy seems to be you know notching up, uh, well thought after player after well thought after player. That Polish goalkeeper, I'm not even going to try and pronounce. It. I think it's Zyke or something like yeah. that. I don't know what his name is. 
Uh, Winston Bogard's nephew came over from Feyenoord or mm -hmm. PSV, can't remember which one it was, but Winston Bogard's nephew scored for the 18th uh, last weekend. And now this guy that Mickey Mellon seems to think is was worthy of getting some game time at 15 years of age in a pre-season friendly against Sheffield United. So, look, I'll take that, even though yeah. it is above in, you know, in, in the Scottish League and so on, to trust him up against Billy Sharp and Callum Robinson, who was still playing, I think was playing with Sheffield United at that stage. Mm. Um, yeah, that's that. That's a big piece for for him, and uh, you know, let's see what what good things come from it. Because apparently, he was well sought after by a lot of the top teams in in England. So, without anointing him as the new McGrath just yet, uh, we'll give him time to breathe. But uh, it's exciting to have these these uh, name these players of good repute joining the club, uh, even even in the academy side of things. Because uh, anything we sign now could save us millions in the future. <laughs> That's the hope, isn't it? <laughs> that is exactly it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think we'll leave it at that, Paddy. Uh, nice short and shrift one, as I say. Best look to Ross Barkley. He's back in the fold for, uh, or he's back in, not back, he's with us for the first time, should I say. And hopefully he'll come into the fold against Liverpool at the weekend. Um, you know, an exciting transfer. Yes, it was alone, but, you know, England internationals uh, don't come around too often, as I say, in, in that guise. And hopefully he just goes out there and tears it up, plays his way into the national team alongside Jack, gets into the European uh, squad and decides that he's fallen in love with Dean Smith and wants to sign here on a five-year contract. Because if he plays well <laughs> for us, I don't see it. Like, you know, if he plays well for us, I don't know, is there a position for him in Chelsea when he goes back, considering they're still going to most likely open the checkbook again next year. Um, so, you know, come over to come over to us here in Villa. We'll give you a we'll we we'll give you a warm welcome, provided that you play well. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's just that small <laughs> caveat in at the end. I've no I've no doubt it's going to be a success. So we yeah. will stay positive for now. Absolutely. We, we, we'll worry about the negativity when we head into our two free hits against uh, Liverpool and Leicester. <laughs> yeah. After getting six points on the board, we've got two tough ones ahead. So let's let's uh, enjoy the positives while we can. Yeah, yeah. Let's pick up a scalp. I'd like to see us pick up a scalp over the next. Oh, I think, I think we have to, yeah. Leicester Spurs. I think is what it is. So pick up a scalp against one of those three teams. Show the show the upper echelons that we mean business, and uh, you know, try and stamp our stamp our uh, our authority on where we're going to finish, as opposed to have to hope that other teams um, perform or don't pick up results against the top six. Let's stamp our authority on it right now. And uh, finish up or continue on where we where we finished up last year because we are one of the foreign teams in Europe, believe it or not. Uh, since the since um, I said I think something like since the start of July, we're one of the foreign teams in Europe. So hey, we I'll haven't, haven't been beaten since Man U beat us in yeah. after just after lockdown. So yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's winning a is a habit, and how long may it continue? <laughs> you said it absolutely, absolutely. It's on my it's on my list of Santa Claus for this year. Continue to win. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys thanks everybody so much for listening to the podcast as, as myself and Paddy always say to each other we just love coming on here just chatting to each other about Villa um, it's it won't, like I'd do it every day if I could it's it's one of the highlights of my, highlights of my day just getting getting uh, something off my chest whether it be in a good way or a bad way about Villa and thanks every, ever so much for everybody for the great words uh, that come across on Twitter uh, and on Facebook as well Paddy actually there was a very funny one Um here in Ireland, uh, after I was on the Villa View on, on Monday night, 
uh, here in Ireland, there, there was a show that was put out. It's called Lodging with Lucy. So basically, there's a presenter called Lucy Kennedy, and she had Paul McGrath on it. And Paul McGrath was talking to her. Inter- she was interviewing him. He was telling her about uh, you know his life story and everything like that. And after that aired here in Ireland, I don't. I checked my Facebook. I checked the Facebook page for the podcast, and it was about five or six people had messaged saying you were so brave on TV tonight. And I was just after doing the Villa View, and I was going, "Is did they call YouTube TV? Is that what's going on?" And then it clicked. And I was going, "They think this is Paul McGrath's fucking Facebook page." So I just wrote back. I goes, "Thank you very much." UTV, and then I just left it at that. I didn't have the heart to say this isn't Paul McGrath. <laughs> but yeah, the wonders of social media. I did get a good okay. laugh off that actually on, on, on Tuesday morning when I woke up. Um, but thanks ever so much to everybody for listening to the podcast. As I say, you can find Paddy on at Villa Paddy, you can find me on at Love McGrath Pod. Um, Keep liking, subscribing to the to the podcast itself. And if you know of anybody out there that might uh, that might be interested in it, please, please, please uh, let them know about it as well. Also, a little shameless plug as well for the AVFC Irish Lines, the jerseys that I was wearing on the Villa, Villa View as well. They're still for sale. If you like that stuff, find the AVFC Irish Lines on Twitter or on Facebook and you can purchase the jersey from there. It's very reasonably priced. I think it's like 45 quid, including postage and packaging, and the sizes are true to fit. It's a super jersey, and all proceeds go to the Alzheimer's Society of Ireland, which was picked in conjunction, or well, not in conjunction, but in memory of, of Ron Smith, um, Dean Smith's father. So we wanted to do something for uh, Alzheimer's and dementia sufferers here in Ireland on that behalf. So if anybody wants to get them, I know they're, they're usually a hot commodity around Villa Park as well. Uh, AVFC Irish Lines, Give him a shout. Philip will uh, we'll get you guys sorted out. So thanks so much again, everybody, for listening. And we have a busy couple of days. Tomorrow, Thursday against Stoke and Sunday against Liverpool. And all that's left to say is up the villa. Up the villa. Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.